And what is this giant thing? It looks like a black mamba with a, with <laughs> no, a couple of bolts. It's it's just a cock ring with a gimbal mount on it. <laughs> <laughs> Which, strangely enough, Rob has. <laughs> Can I get a To the Glass Bottom Podcast, episode 11. I screwed up last time. We're an episode ahead in the fake count. Anyway, welcome. It's been a week, and thank you for your patience, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, hopefully no minors. Shards is back from a long trip. Rob is back from working his arse off, and I have gone nowhere. Me and my fatty liver have uh, been available the whole time, but there's nothing good there. So anyway, we're back. Liver. Well, I love it too. It's the only liver I have, I'm told. Uh, so uh, thank you for tuning back in and uh, sticking with us. We've had a lot of new listeners and uh, I, I want to recruit truck drivers, especially. I used to drive a truck back in the day. You've got 11 hours of nothing to do. Help a brother out. Let's get this podcast off the ground and if we get the help from the truck driving community, we will start looking for truck driver slanted comedy and also give salutes out and shout outs to these folks to help us, man. You guys are the bomb. We keep the backbone of America going and you get 11 hours a day to listen to whatever the F you want. So let's, let's go truck drivers, hook a brother up and uh, we'll hook you back up. Can't wait to give shout outs to Silkbeard 27. Who's that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm assuming that's that's a that's, truck driver. That's got to be somebody's handle. <laughs> oh, yeah. is there silk beard on the horn? Oh yeah. I don't think they use CBs anymore, man. What? Thank God. That's nah, that's tradition. I don't know. We'll have to check it out. Uh, we've got some ideas to do some marketing directly to truckers, and so to them, real American heroes. Thank you for keeping our supply chain going uh, with everything we don't need and a lot of the stuff we do need like chicken and eggs. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen of the truck driving industry. You are our focus demographic right now and we appreciate you so much. Uh, Shards is back. Are you back Shards? I thought you were back. I am back. Mm. Hey, back to the trucker thing real quick though. If we, if truckers still use CB radios, we should get one. Like what's, what's (gasps) great idea. Keep going. I might be a little far off the uh, range. No, this sounds great. Keep going. Maybe you guys are closer to the highway. Yeah, it would be sweet to have a CB radio and just like pick up on people live on the show. Hell yeah, through the CB? Is that legal? Of course it's legal. But if people still listen to AM radio, there's truckers still using CB radios. There's got to be. Especially now that the uh, big, they all know Big Brother spying on everything on their cell phone. They probably communicate through CBs. We're going to look into that. You've got a 75% promise listener and a 75.1% to truck drivers. And we're going to look into this. And that is a brilliant idea, Shards. We're going to do the first on-air CB radio interview of a trucker. I have the equipment to make that happen. And it's going to happen. Wow, that was great, Shards. I have a, I have a, uh, God, I forgot the word for it. But basically, when we, when we do this idea, if yes. someone sends us a picture and they'll know, they'll know what we're doing. Send news. Of, yes. Of, if they send a picture to our email, oh, I mean, personally bottom podcast at gmail.com to get in. There. Yes, that one. I will personally 
send them a customized t-shirt. It'll probably wow. be one of a kind. Nice. How is this going to happen? I'll, I'll stains on it or what are we doing here? I don't get it. No, no it'll be a clean shirt, but like I will have one made okay. at least one made. Oh, we're working on the swag wagon. Aren't we shards? We're working on swag and uh, marketing stuff. So yeah. Is it swag so or the swag? First person, both. It depends. I like to say swag because it's vaudevillian and Yiddish, but it is swag. Whenever I think of swag, I think of like dirty weed. Ditch weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ditch weed, dude. That like stems and seed weed. That's what it's called. I'm an outcast on this stuff. I have no idea. So enlighten me. Swag is ditch weed. Yeah. It's that stuff that you get from your uncle's brother's cousins uh, <laughs> yeah. twice well, well, your when you're 13 and you don't have any connections yet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I had that experience. You mean molested. That's what I got from my uncle's brother's cousin <laughs> when I was 13. Whoa. Now I understand. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Touched. Well, as he called it, touched by an angel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oof. You feel violated either way, whether it's with swag or molestation. It's the same. You're That's probably true. right. I'll have to <laughs> take the word for it. With one of them, you're out 40 bucks. Oh, molesting <laughs> costs $40 now? And they said inflation didn't exist. Now you got to, I got to pay 40 bucks to get molested. Is that what I'm hearing? I mean, Depends. you want to get molested? 40 bucks is 40 bucks. I've been married right. for 30 fucking years. Uh, hell would be like Club Med. Uh, that is a shout out to my boy back in the day. Uh, Shards took a road trip. And uh, I've heard bits and pieces. It wasn't too eventful because it was a good old-fashioned Clark W. Griswold road trip. Anything you need to report from your road trip, Shards? You know that me and Rob are into the food side and the death and carnage side. So do you have anything from that angle? Yeah, it was definitely a family trip. On the way up and on the way down, I slept two hours. Mm, That sucks. Yeah, cranked out the driving. But on the way, not much to report on the way up, but on the way back... I left on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, Faith and Magora. Yeah, and we made a stop in Nashville. And it didn't oh, dawn God. on me when until I got into the heart of Broadway that I was like, oh, it's St. Patty's Day today, isn't it? There was hella yeah. traffic and there was tons of people wearing green. And I was like, yeah, it's St. Patrick's Day, all right. Yeah, but, in Atlanta, in hot Atlanta. Yeah, but yeah, speaking of Atlanta... I get through Atlanta. It's probably one thirty in the morning, which was Ooh, which was great. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, you would think. Uh, the The nice thing is the traffic is quite subdued at that time. You know, they got seven lanes, so you can spread it out at one thirty mm, in the morning. What I out. did notice, though, because it was St. Patrick's Day, is I saw at least five cars that were smashed right into a wall. Had to have been drunk Holy drivers. Shit. <laughs> So were they two cars at a time or was it one car? No, they were single car accidents. So you, you <laughs> so you know how the highway kind of like weaves through Atlanta and it's like uh-huh. set down. So everything is kind of up and there are yeah. walls surrounding the highway. At least five cars on, on both sides. You just ram right into the wall. <laughs> I didn't see oh. it happen, but I saw the aftermath. I was like, dude, are you serious? They must have been all Irish That's people insane. by my accounting. That's terrible. So no, I think the Irish people can handle their liquor a little bit better. The, the funny mm-hmm. part about it, though, which I found quite interesting, was that must be a normal occurrence on that holiday because normally when you see a, an accident like that, everybody rubbernecks, everybody stops. The traffic's bad because of the rubbernecking, not so right. much the blocked lanes. Nope, not in Atlanta, dude. People are just zooming past it like, yeah, this is a normal thing that happens at this time mm-hmm. of hour. That's a California Nothing to see thing. here. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Wow. So did you eat anything good on the road? Uh, you uh, you told me a sneak 
spoiler alert, you had brats and rolls in uh, Wisconsin, which I would I expect did. less. I kind of, I would have been mad if you didn't do that. What was the name of the brats and the rolls? So uh, I got brats from Miesfelds. It's a small little uh, butcher in in Sheboygan. I don't I don't really like doing. You can get Johnsonville brats pretty much anywhere nowadays, but like, oh yeah, you gotta go with the little little hometown butchers that that make the really good stuff. And then there's a there's these things called hard rolls. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of them or have My had rolls a- are very very <laughs> soft and fatty. So hard rolls I have not experienced. Explain yeah. a hard roll and and not the rolls that you leave out on your kitchen counter for too long and become hard. <laughs> like that's not the same thing. <laughs> but yeah, like hard rolls. So. There's a, a bakery in Sheboygan called City Bakery that is the only place in the U.S. that you can get authentic hard rolls that come from Germany because that bakery is the only bakery that has the authentic oven from Germany to make real hard rolls. Ah, we have ways of making your hard, is what I heard. Okay. That's pretty cool. So you take a brat, a natural casing, I assume. It's got to yeah. be natural casing, yeah. right, right Shark? Yeah. Got and it. you put it on a hard roll. Then what? You lather that hard roll up with butter. Mm, lather butter. Oh, butter. What about the mustard? You put, oh, onions. Uh, for the listeners at home, this podcast is labeled explicit, and this is why. Okay, mustard, <laughs> onions. You're speaking my language. Yeah. Oh. That's my go-to on a hard roll. Now, my other go-to, which I didn't get to enjoy while I was up there, is a pretzel bun. With your bra and then sauerkraut, dude. Mm-hmm. Sauerkraut Ooh, and mustard. Ooh, this is getting I'm hungry now. <laughs> I'm super hungry. I'm a big fan of pretzel buns. But, and, uh, but, yes, but the ultimate thing to do with a hard roll, and it's the most oh, yeah. Sheboygan thing you could do, is make what they call an Oostburger. A Oost, what? An Oostburger, which was created in Oostburg, which is uh, just outside of, of Sheboygan, the city, but in Sheboygan County. And it's basically a brat and a hamburger together on a hard mm. roll. It's called the Oost Burger. The pork, the beef. Ah, that does sound amazing. But Oostburg, I thought Sheboygan would be the weirdest town name in Wisconsin. Oostburg now is the weirdest name in Wisconsin. <laughs> and I want an Oostburger. I, did you get, but you did not get an Oostburger. I didn't get an Oostburger. God damn it, George. So close. Well, Man, I want a hard brat and a roll and a pretzel bun and a brat. Oh my god, yeah, amazing! Dude. If you go to so, if you go to Lambo during game day and you hit the tailgate tent, you can get when, foot. Yeah, long, when when I go to when Lambeau. you go hit the tailgate tent, you can get foot long brats on a on a mm-hmm. pretzel bun with sauerkraut mm-hmm. mustard. Dude. But not a Jesus hard Jesus Christ! I'm so yeah. hungry. <laughs> Me so hungry. Wow. Yeah. Well. All in all, it was a good trip. I seen you uh, sledding headfirst in your uh, snow outfits down the snowy hill headfirst. I thought that was funny. It kind of looked like somebody swallowed a human, and <laughs> then they were they were ejecting the human through their intestinal system. But it looked like fun. Smiles everywhere. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, my daughter was the one who first did it, and it was by accident. She's trying to. Oh, really? Yeah, she's trekking her way back up the hill. And she slipped and fell backwards, landed oh. on her back, and slid all the way back down the hill and thought it was fun. So she ran back up all the way to the top and decided to do it all the way from the top down and then said, you Are have you to do it. you trying to tell me that all those years on that party hill, which you guys learn about later, uh, all those years on that party hill, you and your degenerate friends never went head first down that hill? 
Not on purpose. We've sent people down the hill. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Oh, man. But that was fun to watch. And coming up, uh, teaser alert, somewhere down in the down in the future, somewhere up in the future. What's the adjective I'm looking for here? Over in the future. In the future. In, in the, the future. future. Somewhere in the future, we're going to roll out the greatest video and the greatest occurrence in uh, American and I say possibly human history. So stay tuned. And when it comes out on our podcast, you will be entertained at a level you have never been entertained. It's record breaking. It's stupendous. It's incredible. Shards was a part of it. And uh, I witnessed it. He witnessed it. And I witnessed the video already. And I it's it's something I think about on the daily, like unbelievable. This happened. We'll get there. Stick with oh, Bill Rob. Rob's never seen it. No, I feel oh, so like and you know what? You're not right going to see it until yeah, we do it. You'll see it live it. on the air. That's the <laughs> we'll get your real reaction dude, to it. Go fuck yourself. No, dude. <laughs> when you see this, everything after this will not be as grand as what we're going to show you that shards witnessed in real time. And now yeah. I have to live with this. Uh huh. Yeah. Here's the this show is going to peak really early in its life. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. we're not sharing this until we get, uh, what do we say, Shards? Like a thousand, a thousand listeners? We're holding on to this because this is the ace of spades. Oh, yeah. man. And then Rob, th- Rob's got to wait all that time to finally see oh, the yeah. video. Because his reaction will be critical because I've seen it. You've seen it. I've already had my holy S's and like most like ran around all day going, did you believe that this happened? Yeah. And Rob's going to see it. Okay. It made its rounds like right before you started at work. Mm, and yeah. I've been working there for a while. Mike's like, you've been here this long and I'm just now hearing about this. Swear to God. <laughs> I would be like, if that happened in my presence, that would be like, hello, my name is John Doe and I witnessed this. And then I had to clean this up. Oh. This would be the greatest fucking video. Oh, yeah. Ever. Oh, yeah. Like, it is. It is. It is. And it, nobody knows about it because it happened in Sheboygan. It's pretty epic. It's fucking beyond epic. It's incredible. And I told shards after he told me that story, I was like, if I ever invent a time machine, I'm going back to that moment. Fuck all that kill Hitler baby and all that stuff. (laughs) I'm going back to stand and watch this happen. It's both majestic and tragic at the same time. And yet God, the noise it makes even on a terrible, uh, security video is just what you'd expect. Okay, we've teased him enough. If you rub a, if you rub the little man in the boat too long, it starts to hurt. I'm told. So, <laughs> get us to a thousand listeners, and we will divulge this, and you will not be disappointed. And then you will, in turn, be able to say, "Hey, friend, check this out," and then show them the video, and they'll be like, "Oh shit, where's this been in all this internet life of mine that I've never seen this?" Shards is sitting on an incredible event. And some other things. (laughs) What? You're the one that got there like a week late. He literally told me a week before you got there. And this was after months of knowing him. So that's your fault, Rob. I don't even actually is my fault too, because like I delayed me coming out here so long. True. You son of a bitch. It is your fault. (laughs) You could have known. Shame on you. (laughs) Yeah, Rob. Fuck. I remember being told he's coming out he's coming out he's coming out (laughs) how many how many times did bernie go oh Oh. he's coming (laughs) oh well you mean since you got here before you came hey (laughs) oh no that was above and beyond anyway no yeah you're you were delayed and you missed shard story by a a, a week or two and but you know what you're gonna be the listener 
you're going to be the guy that sees it and freaks the F out. So stay tuned, get us to a thousand listeners and we're going to unveil the mother of all videos that you have never seen. And I guarantee it, even with TikTok and all the other bull crap. Uh, speaking of, uh, weird stuff, we're still in housekeeping. I have my colonoscopy. I got a camera, my booty hole. And for everyone who scared me for the last 20 years saying this is the worst thing ever, you're going to be violated. It's going to hurt. Y'all lied to me. There was, there was nothing. The, the worst part was none of it. The best part was propofol. Are we sure that it wasn't them lying to you and it was the fact that you maybe actually enjoyed having a camera shoved up your ass? I yeah. knew there would be a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> you should have really played it out and you got some hydrocodone. Mm, I didn't need any. Oh, my ass hurts. But now that Shards has flipped the script, I'm worried. I'm, I'm questioning myself. I don't know. I didn't feel any ecstasy or pain. I didn't feel any joy or frustration. Like, I was numb. You want to find out? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) You have a camera? You have a GoPro and a penis? Well, it was my last question. Oh, boy. Actually, I I have a mount just for that with my GoPro, so we can make it happen. Uh, I can see you opening the box and be like, oh, here's a tripod. Here's a dash mount. And what is this giant thing? It looks like a black mamba. With a, with no, a couple of bolts. It's it's just a cock ring with a gimbal mount on it. <laughs> <laughs> Which strangely enough, Rob has. Wow. Well, it went great, other than the fact that uh they hit me with the three thousand dollar lottery. I don't know if we talked about this last time, but ladies and gentlemen, if you get a colonoscopy and it's uh co- thanks to uh Barack Hussein Obama. It's uh, covered under the American healthcare screw in the ass bill, I think it was called. So if they put you to sleep and they find nothing, you pay nothing. It's preventative maintenance. But if they find anything, then you pay $3,000. So you go to sleep and you wake up and they tell you, no whammies or whammies. I had a whammy. I'm waiting for the bills to roll in. However, my whammy was pretty impressive. I named him Oscar Meyer. He's a 10 millimeter, which is a great caliber of bullet. Wouldn't you say, Rob? I would agree. Shards, 10 millimeter, good caliber. It could kill. Oh, it's going to kill, according to what I think is going to happen. But anyway, so they cut ten, a 10 millimeter fucking dangling uh, punching bag shell out of the old uh, ascending, which is the upward colon. And you had a I'm speed waiting. bag in your colon. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and the way I used to eat, I bet it was like, it was like pepperoni, 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 sausage, pepperoni, 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 sausage. So, you know. Uh, I'm not, I have no regrets and I'm going to get that tattoo across my chest. that says no regrets because it, whatever comes back, whether they tell me I'm screwed or they tell me it was benign. I've eaten all the potted meats. I've eaten all the nitrates. Uh, I've eaten all the pizzas and I've eaten all the red meat. So it is what it is. So we'll keep you apprised of that. And if I'm not here in a week or two, it's because I died of colon cancer, I guess. I don't know. After but you anyway. get your ass tattoo, you should get a no regrets <laughs> tramp stamp right above it. I was committed to a no regrets tattoo, but now that you've turned it a tramp stamp, that's happening too. And the good (laughs) news is because they, if they didn't find anything, it would be a 10 year turnaround. That's not soon enough for me. So now that they found a punching bag, it's a three year turnaround. And as a 75 percenter, I can get the Elmer Fudd, I know you're in there, Wabbit Tattoo, on my ass in three years. And that is a commitment I'm making to you, 
Blood Brother Rob and Shards, but also to our listeners. And there will be pictures on the Insta and the other formats. You're asked? Yeah. My butt cheek. Dude, with, I'm, uh, I'm going to go with you when you have it done. I'm going to film part of the process and put it up on our TikTok. We're definitely. Yes. Hey, <laughs> now we're going to go too. We're building content now. Now we're building content. This is great. I'm in getting fact, the, Yes. I will get a tattoo with you if you get this done. What are you not the get? same tattoo. Of we'll we'll decide that later. But like, <laughs> if you go get this done, I will get a tattoo with you. I think I'm doing a two for now because I wanted the no regrets like under my neck uh, sleeve area so they could see it on my neck like the original no regrets guy. But now I think a tramp stamp with some wings on it and some really gaudy <laughs> decoration that says no regrets on a tramp will stamp. Will you get barbed wire underneath it too? Oh, that was a hot <laughs> <line>. <laughs> you're making me horny. Yeah, no regrets. And Elmer Fudd and footprints of a wabbit going into my butthole. Going, I know you're in there, wabbit. That's what I promise. <laughs> Jesus, you better get m- across your back as well. Shoulder to shoulder, the classic. Shoulder to shoulder. No. In old, In old English. English. Yeah. No, no, no. And you better bleep my name. Nobody needs to know my last name. But boy, you guys are committed to that. That's terrible. Oh, could you imagine Scott? <laughs> you better bleep that too. You're going to have uh, cronies at your house breaking in Someone's going to look at your bag and be like, who's Scott? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This is like, oh, God. God. Oh, that's hilarious. I, should, I hope I never go to prison with that. <laughs> well, you never know. Uh, man. The other thing I have is a sports clips update. Uh, as you guys know, I got worked by a professional grifter at sports clips. And from now on, I intend to go back to sports clips. I'll wait a little longer. I'll save a little more money. I'm getting that damn $30 uh, massage thing because that was ecstasy. And I got a good haircut, too. However, uh, I got a lot of notifications from both uh, listeners and friends. that are like, you paid full price for an MVP situation. You know, there's coupons everywhere. If you walk into a gutter and pick up a piece of paper, it's a free MVP sport clip haircut. And I, I paid full price. So I have been taking pipe so hard <laughs> from anybody and everybody. <laughs> apparently, I am the only person who's ever paid full sticker price for an MVP haircut uh-huh. and didn't have a fake coupon or a coupon and then a fake ID on their little sign in thing. So yes, I suck. And you're here because you know, I suck. So welcome. My name is Mike. I paid full price for an MVP haircut at sport clips. And, uh, that is my 12 step program to recover from that. I have been so, so reamed for that from every direction you can imagine. Is that a boomer move or not? It is a boomer move. That's yeah, what it's definitely a boomer. Okay. Move. That's something else in housekeeping. I'm not a boomer listener. I am not a boomer. I'm a Gen X, I think they call no, me. No, for all intents and purposes, you're a boomer. Yes. Relative <laughs> to the people, to Shards and Rob, I'm a boomer. Relative to the listeners who actually listen to podcasts, I'm a boomer. But I just want to make clear I am not a boomer. I was raised by a boomer and a greatest generation. So, yes, my clock is back. But I resent boomers and I resent being called a boomer. But, yes, relative, I guess, time and space are relative relative everybody else i'm a boomer so i gotta eat that fucking humble pie but i'm okay, not a boomer. boomer 
<laughs> oh, I hate that more than anything. <laughs> oh. Oh, Mike says he's not a boomer, but he he had the the quintessential dad mm. swag meme. Get up for a hot minute there. That's boomer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he did. Which one? To refresh the, my boomer memory. Jorts with uh, the oh, two white tube socks and the uh, <laughs> the oh, New Balance. We're not keeping that secret. Like tucked in white shirt. <laughs> Here's what they're talking about. For a decade plus, I rocked a look. I wore jean shorts. I wore New Balance shoes. I wore crew height, which are super cool. White cotton socks, and I wore uh, polos or a t-shirt. And then we had a friend at Little League, a female a mother of a Little League kid, and she comes up to me one day when the internet was still new. This is probably like 2000, not the internet was new, but memes were new. It was like 2006, 2008. She goes, <laughs> Mike, you look exactly like this guy. And then she played this little YouTube video. I had a Nextel on my belt loop. <laughs> I had a t-shirt. I had jean shorts, white socks, and New Balance. And that changed my life. The day after that, I quit doing that. Like, it hurts so bad. Yeah, dude. You, you had the Suburban Dad starter kit. Starter kit? I think I was the OG. I just didn't know it. <laughs> All those pictures were pictures of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, Ha, 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 ha. I've got a tote. I have a literal tote full of pictures of me in that outfit. And I have to live with that for the rest of my fucking life. Yeah, put one up for the gram. Oh, good call, Shards. How long did you own a cell phone clip? Mm, Well, I was a trucker and a logistics Jedi. So I had uh, that probably for 12 years. Oh no! Wow. Yeah. Oh, and it gets better. I own my own business. It was a little logistics company. I got to pick what I wore and what my employees wore. We wore New Balance shoes, white <laughs> jean shorts, black of course because blue would be over the top, and a polo shirt with our logo. Hello, meme. I'm a fucking wow. meme. So yeah. All right, that's going on the gram. Me being a goddamn meme of a what do you what'd you guys call me? A boomer. Ah, uh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the other thing housekeeping is we have not forgot about Shard's outburst. That was one of the greatest ideas in human history since I don't know. I would say the light bulb, and since uh, since the light bulb, Shard's is like. <laughs> When micro wrestling evolves, it's got one way to go. And in some years time, if it's going to be relative or relevant, they got to fight battle bots. That was Shard's idea. Right <laughs> off the bat. I'm down Gotta with that. Happen. We've been talking about that shit. I would pay more money to watch a little guy in uh, armor with a battle axe fighting some kind of goddamn remote controlled robot in a square. than I would, anything else that you could possibly try and sell me except for uh, uh naked women that was sorry all i'm saying though is if the title fight isn't gimli versus sauron and sauron's this fucking death robot mm-hmm. and it's gimli with two battle axes i i'm out man i'm <laughs> 
They're wasting material. Uh, attention, <laughs> Micro Wrestling Federation. You need to call Rob and get name advice. We talked about in previous episodes. Gimli is a great name for a micro wrestler. I'm down. That sound. I can't imagine anything right now I'd pay more to see than what Rob just said. Fuck yeah. And it's coming. It might not be in our lifetime, but you know how shit evolves. Eventually, robot versus robot's going to suck. Micro wrestler versus micro wrestler's going to suck. And someone's going to cross that line. And I hope the fuck my liver gets me to that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Shards copyright 2023, the glass bottom podcast. Cause that was genius. Fucking genius. Yeah. It's gotta happen. Right. In my book, at some point, AI is going to take over and it's not going to be looked down upon in society to just kill people off like that. So of course, especially, micro wrestlers i would say they will find they will find ways especially yeah they'll find they'll find ways to breed those people specifically to send them into the ring against mm. these death-defying battle bots ai d- battle bots are you proposing that it should be ai battle bots or should it be normal normal oh, people word. operating no, battle bots <laughs> versus micro people oh. <laughs> this conversation is uh I think he just he just rolled another wrinkle back. Like you think you've seen all the wrinkles and you lift your gut and there's another wrinkle. I think Shards pulled another wrinkle, which is what Shards does. So now you're saying it's AI battle bots, which aren't human. This might be the final arena where we settle everything between AI and humans. Is that what you're saying, Shards? Could be. Well, at least uh, at least AI versus little humans. No, 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 no. I think, listen, you come up with a great concept. If it was unlimited class, humans are only so big, right? So AI would build that thing from Alien. Ripley was in that thing, that giant forklift lifting fucking killer machine. That would kill any human no matter who they were. However, if we tell AI that we'll fight you mano a mano, vis-a-vis, let's get ready to rumble! But they have to do it on a small scale. Our weakest and smallest human versus their weakest and smallest robot shards. I think that's where you were heading. Is that where you were heading? Yeah. It's just a right. micro drone with a fucking TNT charge. No, no, no. No. Wrestling is a fly swatter. No. no. You can't even get that licensed in Panama. In America and in the world, it's going to be a knight suited plate mail armor micro wrestler with two battle axes and possibly a mace in his back that he can flip out versus uh, some kind of AI robot. Is that what, is that what you had envisioned charge? This is your universe. Talk to us. I'm just thinking about small robots fighting small people to the death. I agree. Mostly robots winning. In a plexiglass. (laughs) Because it's more exciting that way. It no. would be it'd be less exciting if if little people were just smashing these robots with hammers. It'll be way cooler if this mm. small robot mm. is wielding uh, a mace that it can spin at seven thousand revolutions per minute mm. and just right into this little person in a plexiglass ring so that all the mess can be contained <laughs> while cheering fans a are beating mess. on the glass as blood oh. and. Potentially God. oil is being spilled into no. the audience's blood. Ladies and gentlemen, oil and blood will be mixed. The title, blood and oil. <laughs> yes. Blood meets oil in a death match. 
Shards already predicted the robots will do more damage. Oh my God. This is the craziest concept ever. And I fucking love it. I'm down for this, Rob. Are you down for this? I'm pretty fucking down. However, I don't know. I think think the, Oh, he's way down. Look at Osiris (laughs) Rex though. Billy Osiris Rex is chilling. Ladies and gentlemen, when you get to know this cat, when we expand our, uh, our uh, footprint in social media and the TikTok for you layman, you're going to love Osiris Rex and you're going to love Rob too. Speaking of Rob, you blew up a car and now you have a new car. What is it? Trail, uh, trail cock. cock. Yeah. Not to be confused with the track cock. Not to be confused with the track cock. Should I I delve into how this all started? Yeah. If you'd like, if it's entertaining, let's go. I think it's mildly entertaining because it's, it's a series of unfortunate events that ultimately fucked me. And that's why we're all here. Welcome to the glass bottom podcast, a series of unfortunate events and go. So, uh, you know, went to go do some self care, went to the VA. Oh, I thought you were going to say masturbate. Sorry. (laughs) In the back of my Mazda. (laughs) Um, so went to the VA, had a, had a good appointment said nobody ever um, <laughs> and left and i noticed that my rear right tire was deflating and so i was like ah oh, i should fix that went down to the wawa that's right down the street wawa first time i've ever been to a wawa this was pretty nice um, dude i'm a big wawa fan i know people in new jersey where they came from hate them because they're like a butt of a joke and they're dirty and they're nasty but in florida Aside, this is a sidebar, ladies and gentlemen. Wawa's are new and exciting, and ordering with a kiosk, a milkshake, and a sandwich without talking to a human is so glass bottom. And go. So uh, stopped in this Wawa. Wawa. Backed up into the free air filling station, by the way, at a Wawa. It's mm-hmm. free. Mm-hmm. Um, free air? Free yeah. air. I know. It's crazy, right? Oh, insert joke here. I have so many jokes that are ethnically horrible. I'm not going to say them, though. Go ahead. So I uh, got out, checked that old uh, air stem, and this shit is broken in half, hanging on by the spring that attaches it. And I realized that my life was fucked up then, <laughs> honestly. So I that got back into key. my car. That was, that was it. It was like, this, this day sucks. <laughs> so I got back into my car, turned the key, the air turned on, music was playing, no engine. Oh, oh no. Brutal. Yeah. So so then I took a ride in a tow truck back home. And whoa, whoa, whoa. sidebar. Tow truck drivers, a unique breed of people. They have to have a CDL, I believe, over a certain weight. What would let's talk about your tow truck driver. How weird was your tow truck driver? No, dude. It was like me as a tow tow truck driver. Wow, that's weird. Shards. You believe how <laughs> fucking weird that is? This motherfucker is a tow truck driver. To be honest with you, if I saw you on the streets and didn't know what your profession was, I'd probably assume tow truck driver in my top three of things I I think you did. I don't think anyone could nail what I do for a living, honestly. I don't know. Shards is pretty concise, and if I had to write three professions with just looking at you, Rob, tow truck driver would be in there. So, damn, Shards is on fire again. He's our our 3,800 batter in this goddamn podcast but i'm not a tow truck driver so but you like, look like one but you you look like what you could you be look like one. and and point proven you just said that your tow truck driver was basically you 
Yeah, you just said that. <laughs> Guilty is charged. Charged. Your batting average just went to 4,400. All right, go I'm ahead. I'm really Rob. trying to think of an argument here, but you're fucking right. I know he's so, right. So, firstly, go fuck yourself. And <laughs> go fuck yourself. Okay. Um, point taken, point of order. So, anyway... I was like, uh, I'm done dealing with this Mazda that has 250,000 miles on it that I've probably poured eight Holy grand into. Holy 250. Holy. And eight grand? Hello. Hello. I think uh, it may not be that much, but it's it's pretty high. Like, I probably could have just bought, I probably could have bought a new one for everything that I've poured into this. Yeah. Jeez. So I started surfing for some, for some new product and I drive down to this dealer that's close to my house. Don't say the name. I won't. I won't dox myself. After they already said that the vehicle that I wanted to look at was there. And they're like, oh, it's actually 80 miles north of us right now. So that sounds on brand for car dealers right now. That sounds on brand. Yeah. And so they tried to sell me on something else. So I found another vehicle, the Jeep Cherokee Trailhawk. 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 (laughs) And, uh, it's the upgraded version of the one I was looking at. Oh, yeah. For less, Ooh. mind you, the next day went and sat in that, and they didn't even clean it. Like, I sat inside that vehicle. It it saw the sick sticker that said, this vehicle is not for sale. Ask the dealer for blah, blah, blah. Like, they were still cleaning it, and I sat inside of it. I was like, this is, this is it, man. This is the one. I know that there's a term for that on a porn shoot. Like if you're shooting a porn in a big uh, mansion and you've rented it for the day, there's a name when we need, we need our listeners to come up with that name. Uh, let's say shooting porn A, you finish and then porn B starts shooting and you go right to the different set. We need to know what that name is. That's what Rob's Jeep was. Go ahead. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that's honestly pretty much it. Uh, spent like four hours at the dealership waiting for paperwork. And then, uh, as is tradition, as, as is, is tradition. tradition. <laughs> and then I drove home in my brand new, oh, yeah, to me, brand new to me, uh, Jeep Cherokee Trailhawk. Well, yeah, well, brand new is like I think Einstein said that space and time are linked, and so is whether a car is new or new to you. It, it doesn't matter, it's just it's new to you, so it's new. So, yeah, of course, Einstein's new, yeah. And it's very fucking nice. Oh, oh yeah. Man. You deserve the best. And I saw oh, it this morning. You. I was uh, waiting in the parking lot to go in, and all of a sudden this beautiful trail cock pulls in. I was like, damn, that's nice. That's a cool-ass honky. And what was bumping when it drove in? You know, Rob, I don't know. what ICP. Was no. <laughs> Shaggy. Oh, good <laughs> Which one? Uh, it wasn't me or what? It wasn't me. Oh, yeah. Very nice. No, 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 no. I got like the ICP angle though. You don't, you're not an ICP guy. You're not a juggalo. No, I'm not a juggalo. There goes all our audience, I guess. Thank God. Oh, no, in I the hope future. not. <laughs> no. In the future. If that's what they listen to. Story. They can just go ahead and excommunicate themselves now. Well, I'll, t- I'll, I'll take zero them. listeners over juggalos. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Juggalos, the butt of all jokes. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, but they were smart enough to boo and throw uh, orange soda on Tila Tequila back in the 90s, and who wouldn't want to do that? 
So Rob's got a new ride. Char just got back from a road trip and I had a colonoscopy. Could you ask for anything more from a free podcast? I don't think you can. I do have a question for shards. Go on. What, what is the uh, road food? I asked him that too. Go shards. Oh, yeah. what is for me? Yeah. Dude, what's I, your go-to road food? Man, my go-to this trip, it was, well, one of my staples is pork rinds because chewing on pork rinds actually oh, yeah. keeps me awake. Are they keto? They are keto they are. actually. Yeah. Oh, that's a win-win next. Yeah. And then, uh, and beef sticks. That's pretty much where I live. I I try, even when I'm not doing keto, I try to cut out the carbs because the insulin roller coaster is tough to deal with when you're on the road. Especially the loop set insulin roller coaster. If you get a loop, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's over, dude. And Rob, you missed it because you were working last podcast. But when me and Shards were hanging out in the tiki bar, uh, Shards admitted he liked fatties. Big fatties. Oh, yeah. They're my favorite. And if you listen to the show, you'll know that I described them as Slim Jims, but you know, just a little bit fattier, mm. a little bit meatier, mm. a little bit. Wait, are we talking Bahama Mamas? <laughs> no, not that fattier. These are like just average fatties. They're good, though. They check out. Meat sticks. Are you not a Bahama Mama man? Everyone likes Bahama Mamas, but that's like that's kind of that's like a high high level top shelf. That's top shelf potted meat. Yeah. Is it? That's above is my it? pay grade. Of course it is. I don't Bahama, even know if they're actually called Bahama Mamas, to be honest. They are that's called Bahama call Mamas, but yeah, that's top shelf potted meat. Shards was a pedestrian guy just needing some uh, delicious meat product, and that's if fatties were where it's at. You have to go back and listen, Rob. You've been busy. I know. I do. Fatties are good, though. <laughs> Especially when you're smoking one. So many, <laughs> so many directions. I don't know what to do here. Oh, wow. Well, road food was fatties and uh, shards was good on the road. I eat terrible on the road. Like when I'm on the no, road, all bets are off. They're Tijuana Mamas. That's what they're called. No, I thought it was Bahama Mamas. I swear it was too, but they are. Oh, Mandela effect. They're oh, Tijuana Mamas. Look at shards calling real stuff in the podcast <laughs> there's big mama pickled sausage and then there's tijuana mama wait what's the original one the first one big mama big mama is the one i know so yes big mama is the giant of all sausages uh, potted meats with red dye number five that you cannot get yep. into the eu or even china doesn't let their people eat red dye number five but you know what we suck that shit down hardcore and that's why we have a booming colonoscopy business where they cut punching bags out of your ascending colon yeah shit. I no regrets. I'm about no to order me regrets. a 72 pack of these motherfuckers. Oh, 72 oh, pack. Dude, I'm on a Y'all health kick. Hate no, my I will hate you. <laughs> I'm on a health kick. This is what got me here. If you start bringing uh, big mamas around me, uh, I'll be dead in a year. And then what do we do with the podcast? We'll just be getting started in a year. God damn it, Rob. You can buy them by the jar at Walmart. Oh, Jesus. Let's change the subject. You're killing me in shards. <laughs> Literally killing me in shards. This is the nastiest food available. And I'm of course it, it is. I'm here for it, too. I was here for it. What, wait, what's the past tense of I, what, I'm here, but now I'm not here for it? I was mm. here for it. I'm there. I was, I was previously for it. I was previously here for it. There we go. That's the diction. Hey, I'm previously here for Big Mama Sausages. Oh, God. 
That's amazing. Oh, sidebar. Uh, my wife used to work at a school that was in a title nine or whatever title six title nine area, which means it's downtrodden or it's as the young folks call inner city. Yes. (laughs) Inner city. So, uh, turns out that this is how I know big mamas is that they offer incentives for kids to study and kids to do homework and kids to not punch other kids or knife or shoot other kids. And the incentive that was the most well uh, absorbed by the children, not by their stomach and intestines, but by their, the, which, what word am I looking for? That received, best received by the students, meaning this carrot will get the best behavior from the children's was Big Mama sausages, pickled sausages. So really. I swear to God, when she told me that after she'd been working there for a year, I was like, what? But then again, I love Big Mama pickled sausages too. So I would have behaved if they would have offered them. However, the red dye number five would have made my ADHD spin off the chart and I would have done worse. So I don't know. That sounds pretty on brand for inner city school. It does. Yeah, like, it? But the like only thing more stereotyped than that would have been. Mm. Oh, please, <laughs> Jesus no. Christ. You better edit the fuck out of that. <laughs> Just bleep Woo! it. Shards. He swings for the fences and he usually hits them. Damn it, Shards. That was uh, so That unbearable. part will just be one long bleep. <laughs> oh, God. Please Chris Prime is going to be pissed. Please do that. Oh, my God. You folks just, wow. The other thing I need to talk about today is Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert fucking Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried. He died in April of last year. Fairly suddenly, he's been fighting. He fought a, uh, like, uh, what did Jerry Lewis No, Gilbert. (laughs) You obviously don't know Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, Muscular dystrophy, but he had it as a heart version of muscular dystrophy. So he was sick for a while. However, his podcast, the Gilbert Gottfried's colossal, amazing colossal podcast is so wonderful. Anyway, I love Gilbert. I've loved him since I was a kid when I used to be a stand-up fan back in the 80s. Why? Because he kicks the doors down between decency and lines and politics and race and just just gets out there and just throws the most incredible hardcore in your face funny stuff he's the comedian's comedian and he also used to represent the line between what you absolutely can't say and what you can say in the context of comedy and gilbert died fairly suddenly last april and if i implore each and every listener to go back to youtube and watch his stuff like on the roasts and the best roast was watch Hugh Hefner roast. He was the last guy to come up on the Hugh Hefner roast. It was weeks after nine 11, the country. And I remember nine 11. Well, we were all in the days we were all stunned and lost. He gets up on that roast and he tells a few normal Gilbert jokes. And then he does a nine 11 joke. He, I think he's the first person to joke about nine 11 and the room dies. Like, he, he, he go watch it, please. The room dies. Normal comedian would flop sweat and then do his act and get out of there. Gilbert tripled, quadrupled down, and he goes into the classic aristocrats joke, knowing I'm fucked. 
but I don't give a shit. So he goes into the aristocrats joke and I implore everyone to go watch the aristocrats movie. There's a movie about this joke. It's so bad, so vile, so dirty, so funny. It's a comedian's joke where they talk to about each other. Like they try and top each other. And he brought the crowd around by the time he was done with the aristocrats joke at this roast right after nine 11, he had everybody who's everybody in Hollywood crying, laughing, and it turned his career around. So here's why I'm talking about Gilbert. The dude was in probably 50 movies, small, big problem child. Great movie. Beverly Hills cop Two, incredible movie with him in it. He's got a scene in there. You can see on YouTube where he improv. He's like, Hey, here's our scene. Now do something. He did it. And it's wonderful. The stupid ass Oscars. Do you guys watch the Oscars? No, no. I usually don't either. The part I always watch every year is the in memoriam part where they show who died. Cause I'm a movie fan, especially older movies. I tune in. I watch the in memoriam to see who died this year, which he would have been in. I watched it. I'm listening to his book right now and appropriately named it uh, rubber balls and liquor. <laughs> yes. And it's a great book in the book. He says, I hope they at least give me a still photo in the in memoriam at the Oscars, which is the minimum that people they don't like get. If you're great, they give you like a clip of your best scene. You know, are you saying a tagline? Are you doing something? Gilbert's like, I hope in the future they at least give me the still photo. Cause he admits his career's on the fringes. You know, he struggled and he's, his humor is way out there and it was, but it, it demarcated the line of, this is how far we can go with humor, like it or not, this, it's humor, deal with it. Well, he's dead now, and the line has collapsed. Like, now you can get canceled for anything. So Gilbert was not in the in memoriam. They had, like, fucking costume designers and editors and sound engineers, all these sons of bitches in the in memoriam on this goddamn Academy, uh, supposed Academy of motion pictures, art and sciences. They had all these shitheads couldn't make room for Gilbert Gottfried and to you Academy of motion picture arts and sciences. Fuck you. I'll never watch another Oscars in memoriam again because the politics is so goddamn thick and it was so disrespectful for a guy who's been in tons of movies a guy who who had a podcast for 12 years about old movies. That's what his amazing podcast was about. He would make fun of old movies and talk to these wonderful character actors and make them bring them back to life and talk to them and joke. They fucking snubbed him. So Hollywood and Amer uh, the Academy of uh, Motion Pictures, Art and Sciences, fuck off. I fucking hate you and there's no coming back from dissing Gilbert Gottfried. And I implore everybody who's listening to this, who doesn't know who he is to watch his old stuff and people who do know who he is to just revisit it. Gilbert Gottfried, American hero died last April and I'm done on my soapbox. Yeah. That man got disrespected. Hardcore fucking hardcore. And it pisses me off and I'm breathing, exercising and I'm back. Uh, that, is, that is honestly fucked up because it's, it's not like he didn't uh, commit anything to screenplay or the uh, industry as a whole. Like, man made it to Disney, you know? Yeah, he was in one of the highest grossing Disney movies of its time. He plays the 
funny, the best Iago. part, Iago in Aladdin, my favorite Disney movie by far. Still, they couldn't kick some shithead German fucking cinematographer out to get Gilbert in there. Oh, this makes me mad. It costs them nothing to put him put his name up. I, I agree. I'm listening to his book now, and to hear that chapter where he's like, I hope I at least get a still photo, and then they snubbed him. Mm. Pisses me off. Rage, rage, rage. So fuck you, Academy of Arts and uh, Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. You guys are spineless jellyfish motherfuckers, and I will never forget this. I won't even hey. watch it in memoriam again. Don't shit on jellyfish like that. Oh, you're right. What's worse than a jellyfish? <laughs> Uh, amoebas or what do I what do I compare them to spineless yes. what, what are those parasites amoeba. that crawl up your uh, your penis when you're in the water yeah those fish things <laughs> but they have spines nope they have spines the are academy sure? has no spines yeah they have spines they're fish fish have spines but they're not fish I thought they were parasites no they're fish is it a spine if it's garlic no if these fish that he's referencing in the Amazon and they swim up your penis hole or your Vulva, what is what do women pee through? Uh, boy, I'm uh, still a urethra, yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry, they swim up your urethra with those fins that only go one way, you know what I'm talking about, like a crappie or a bluegill, yeah. and then they embed themselves. And it's and and they're attracted to uh, ammonia, so yeah, the Amazon once again produces a, a something that scares the living fuck out of everybody north of the Amazon. Woo! <laughs> Well, that's my soapbox on Gilbert Gottfried. And if you disrespect Gilbert Gottfried, I'll punch you in the goddamn face. But I implore you, everyone, go back and listen to something Gilbert Gottfried and you'll see. He's gone now. Humor has turned into vanilla yogurt for the next 50 years because there was no one kicking the doors and the, and the walls of humor after he passed. So we're all definitely in for some yogurt freaking humor. And they fucking dissed him. Oh, so fuck that. The other thing I want to talk about, are you guys aware of a beer snake? A beer snake? A beer snake. No. What? I wasn't either until last weekend. My kid was like, check this out. We were watching an XFL game and we're not a sports podcast. So we're not going to focus on the sports side of XFL. In Washington, D.C., where they have the worst NFL team ownership and uh, facilities and everything else other than people that play really hard, there is an XFL team, the Guardians, I think they're called. I don't even know. So the fans, they get their goddamn plastic beer cups together. This is so America, and this is so great. And someone's probably going to write us an email and say, this started in Britain, mate. (laughs) But it's America tonight. They take their beer cups from everybody around and they stack them and they stack them and they stack them until it's like a 200 foot snake of beer cups. Yo, I just looked at a picture. That is, that is impressive. Yes. Why didn't that come up in Lambeau field shards? Don't you think that's a Lambeau field thing? You would think, but I think, uh, the people drink so much that their cups are rarely empty. Hmm. Okay. I, as soon as I saw that, my mind went to Lambo, like uh, beer plus fans, beer snake Lambo. My first experience, and I'm sure listeners might have another one, especially if they're lame and they listen to soccer or some other thing, uh, was this. So they have like literally thousands of 
clear plastic beer cups. They stack them together, hand over hand, cup over cup, and it makes a huge snake, and they fucking send this thing around the stadium, and it's fantastic. I am here to say beer cups are America, and America is beer snakes. Thank you for beer snakes, or cup snakes as they sometimes call it. I am down to do a cup snake somewhere. Hey, maybe we should go to Lambo and start one there. Well, when we get a Patreon page, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to ask for Patreon money at some point, and a beer snake Lambo field thing could could happen. It is an amazing thing. And the reason I'm really pointing it out is we've all been living in this super sterile bullshit world since COVID where we don't do anything that might expose us to a virus or a germ watching these people. And I implore people to go watch videos of this. These motherfuckers in that stadium in uh, Washington, DC, don't give a fuck about germs, viruses, bacteria. They are hand over hand. Give me your cup, put my hand in it. Oh yeah. It made me feel so happy. Like finally we're back to where we were in the eighties where all you could do is possibly get AIDS. <laughs> oh no my dick accidentally fell on your ass well that might be how it happened but that was a great time where like they just came off of free love you know like oh yeah baby nothing a shock can't cure the nades came and turned that around and then the the COVID came and now, you know, to see people interacting, holding other people's cups in a 15, uh, 20, 80, 200 foot cup penis with everyone's lips that have been on those cups. Come on, America. We're back. Don't you think so? We're back. We don't Hell give a fuck. Yeah, dude, we back. Oh yeah. Beer snakes made me so fucking happy. Let's touch those cups like a year or two years. Three years ago, man, you hand someone your beer cup, they'd treat it like it was nuclear waste. Like, (laughs) I have a mask on, but I don't have gloves. Why would you do that? And they would probably sue you. Now, these dudes in that stands, hats off to the Washington, D.C. crowd. There is zero fucks being given about manhandling hundreds of feet of plastic stacked cups whose lips have been God knows where. God bless America. Sing it, boys. Land. <laughs> Nothing. Nobody. <laughs> no, I'm the only idiot. So hats off to XFL Beer Snakes. It was a wonderful thing. Well, I've got some other old housekeeping to uh, before we get out of here. Uh, the dollar store steak challenge is still on. Wall suicide pack. Suicide pack. <laughs> That's right. It is. It Maybe a suicide pack. While shards was gone, I went and bought a dollar store ribeye, and it does look like beef jerky that's been vacuum sealed and put into a thin bag. And I paid, I think, a dollar fifty for it, something like that. And I thought it out because it's frozen. Naturally, it's from China. I hope it's beef. I only assume it's beef. And uh, I put it in the fridge, and it's so thin and small that it got put behind some stuff and it's been thought out now for what almost two weeks even though the ingredients don't just say ingredients colon colon is such a weird word now that i've been through all this <laughs> yeah you say it so much it's like awesome oh, I, I have reverence now when i see that piece of punctuation uh it doesn't say ingredients colon steak it says ingredients colon beef comma comma something comma something comma something comma something comma something comma something there's a lot of somethings after the colon so 
I assume it's still good. I'm not risking my life on it that far. So we are going to do the dollar store ribeye challenge soon. We'll all cook it maybe in different ways. Shards cooks one way. Rob cooks different ways. I, I like to fancy myself a great cook and we're going to report back to you about the dollar store ribeye. It's going to be wonderful, but that's on the agenda. We haven't forgot about that. And I'm going to cast iron that shit. Oh, see, it's only going to take you. I would imagine if you heat it properly, it'll take you about nine seconds to fully <laughs> steer it and cook it. <laughs> it is a dollar's worth of a uh, ribeye and it's very thin. Let's just say if Donald Trump was still president and there was a uh, eclipse, he could look at the eclipse. And that matter of fact, there's one coming up in a couple of years. You could look at an eclipse through a piece of dollar store ribeye is what I'm saying. And probably be safe. <laughs> I like it. I like it too. So the dollar store ribeye challenge is still on. And uh, that's where we're at on the GBT. No, what the G B P GBP GBP. All right, folks. Uh, anything else anybody want to say? I know I've done a lot of talking. But we've learned a lot here today, and I think we've had a pretty good time. I think I'm good. We're calling it. We're calling it an episode. Once again, salute to the truckers. That's our core seed, and I think we can entertain you. We can be, you know, twenty, thirty minutes of your time or an hour of your time in a long sixty-six hour week. I suppose that's how long you guys drive now, and. Thank you, everybody, for listening, downloading, rating. It's been wonderful. We can't say enough. And now it's time to look in the top left corner to Rob. Never trust someone in a wheelchair. They don't got a leg to stand on. (laughs) You heard the show. Now go follow the show. Go find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Be a friend, tell a friend, and subscribe anywhere you find your podcast. Catch you on the next one. (laughs) 